T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Of 97.5, the Fanatic in Philadelphia, the host of the John Kincaid Show. John Kincaid, welcome to the show, buddy. I named it myself, too, by the way. I, I, I like, a, I like I that you went creative. Group, I, a big focus group, spent a lot of money on it, had some consultants, and then we, ch- we landed on that one. And that was my vote all along, so I could have saved them the cash. Listen, sometimes you got to spend a quarter million to get to the right answer. I've always thought <laughs> that myself. Um, you had a take that I heard on Amy Lawrence on, on overnights on CBS Sports a, a couple weeks back that Jalen Hurts is the MVP, and if you took Jalen off the Eagles, it might even mean more than if you took Pat Mahomes off the Chiefs. I don't disagree, but I just wanted you to walk us through that take real quick. Yeah, I'll walk in 98 yards. <laughs> I'll walk in the uh, playoff game against Jacksonville, and immediately Patrick Mahomes goes off the field, and all of a sudden, boy, that uh, the offense continues to move for the Cleveland. Uh, I mean, excuse me, for the Cleveland. Uh, the offense continues to move for the Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Because Andy Reid, and I'm well-versed in Andy Reid. he got a doctorate in Andy after his 14 years with the birds is it, I tr- it truly is a system. I think, first of all, I think Patrick Mahomes is the greatest player in the NFL period. He's the greatest player. He's not the most valuable player though. Jalen hurts is the most valuable player in the NFL. He was, first of all, he did not lose three games as a starter this year. He lost one. He was 16 and one as a starter. Patrick Mahomes was 16 and three, uh, you know, two games when, when Hertz was out at the end of the year, I do believe that the Eagles could have, would have won both of them. They almost won one with Gardner Minshew. Uh, I think that Hertz had the best year. Hertz is much more efficient with the football, not turning it over, making the, the smarter decisions. Mahomes has a much better arm. He's a fantastic. He's got a fantastic howitzer when he needs to. But uh, I like the decision making and also the dual threat. I think he's much more of the dual threat. There's a difference between scrambling and running. And I think that Jalen Hurts is the perfect balance of being able to be a running quarterback that throws the football, but he was also number one in the NFL this year as a pocket passer. And that is something that Jalen Hurts worked his backside off last year with Tom House during the offseason. He developed that part of his game. So you show me the best quarterback passing from the pocket who has Jalen Hurts' legs, who wins, goes 16-1 and one as a starter and throws half the interceptions of the other guy, there's your MVP. And, and I also think, like, there, there's a time to just say, who's the best player on the best team? And, man, if that's not Jalen, I don't know what is. Yeah, I mean, he's he, – and, and more importantly, he's, uh, he is – the last year they lost a playoff game in Tampa. After the game, Jason Kelsey said, 
because they got thumped, and Brady and the Bucks just thumped them. They didn't belong that day. And Jason Kelsey said afterwards, I told Jalen Hurts, here, take the keys. The car is yours. This is your team now. And Jalen Hurts took on that challenge, and he has been an incredible leader. His energy, his magnetism, it's infectious. It's infectious with his fan base. It's infectious with his coaches, and more importantly, with his teammates. He's truly the leader of the team in his third year. So, you know, he's only been a starter for two, but he's ascended into that role. He's extremely well-respected. He's a guy who works out in the offseason with the offensive linemen, so immediately finds a way to connect with the big uglies that play in front of him. And he's totally respected. Plus, I think the Eagles have the best roster in football, uh, which doesn't hurt either. Yeah, I think the other thing that's interesting about Jalen is his ability to develop from where he was, not just year one to year two, but year two to year three. So I'll ask you, like you mentioned the Tom House stuff, what have been the biggest developments for him that have allowed him to go to a good starter last year to potentially the MVP this year? Well, stepping into his throws, number one, stepping up into the pocket instead of exiting the pocket. And we saw that from the very first game this year, that there was development there. He was throwing off his back foot a lot last year, throwing deep throws. This year, he's been absolutely amazing. Now, it certainly helps when you have A.J. Brown, who is his best friend. And a lot of people outside the market do not understand that A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts were best friends. And then Jalen Hurts told Howie Roseman, see if you can go get him. If he's available, go get him. And Jalen Hurts was able to sort of work with the GM and orchestrated a deal and there was already that deal. As soon as he was traded, contract extension in place. They got A.J. locked down. And him and Jalen practiced together in the offseason, trained together. They just have incredible chemistry. Then you put Devontae Smith in there, who very much Jalen already had a relationship with. And they both have been programmed by Nick Saban to never be satisfied, always work harder, don't, do any, you know, don't, don't celebrate prematurely, And I was so impressed with the way the Eagles handled the NFC championship that almost to a man, it was next up. We got one more game. We got one more game. They didn't clown around and act like they'd won anything yet. Uh, Jalen Hurts seems very, very hard to please. And a guy like Devontae Smith and you had A.J. Brown, they're very, very focused on bringing another championship to Philadelphia. John, I'm I'm so glad you brought up the A.J. Brown trade. A a lot of the talk about Deshaun Watson's struggles have become – whether uh, the the Browns need to add an elite wide receiver. And, you know, really the only quarterback that's left in the playoffs or that was left this last weekend in the playoffs that didn't have an elite wide receiver was Pat Mahomes, and he had Travis Kelsey. So from more kind of a nebulous question, but do you think quarterbacks, even elite quarterbacks, need an elite wide receiver to be the best version of themselves? Well, first off, I love Nick Chubb, and I love somebody that – you know, and, and getting to see his career at the University of Georgia, and I know what kind of a young man he is. And so there's things like there's weaponry there for Watson to be able to succeed. But what you need to be able to do is you need to be able to take the lid off these modern defenses. Uh, so many of the linebackers are able to move sideline to sideline with such agility, able to drop into coverage or jam up and stop the run. Uh, you got safeties that are so much more versatile. you got to have somebody to take the lid off. And that's where a guy like A.J. Brown and even Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith's got a lot of speed, but he's more of the uh, not breakaway wide receiver, more of the possession move the chains wide receiver, where A.J. Brown has just been huge because if you can hit him, you can even hit him on a slant pattern 
20 yards downfield, and he's going to run for another 20, 25. He's a physical specimen. If you could find somebody in that A.J. Brown, uh, you know, uh, T.O. back in the day, that mold, I think that it would just take the lid off that offense and help uh, everything that the Browns are trying to accomplish. John Kincaid of 97.5, the Fanatic in Philadelphia on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline here. Uh, breaking down the one half of the, of the Super Bowl here, the Philadelphia Eagles. So I, I did want to know, um, some of the guys that were there in 2017, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey, some of the guys are still there. So if the Eagles win, even though they haven't won since 2017, do we get to count the Eagles as a dynasty? No, absolutely not. Because they already had to get rid of a coach and get rid of a, you know, get rid of a coach and get rid of a quarterback in that time. Because no, none of us could have ever expected when they won the championship with Nick Foles as backup quarterback. It was a year where I really believed Carson Wentz was the MVP that year and just got injured in December. But they, you know, I, no one saw the meltdown of Carson Wentz coming. Uh, I know I never would have called for it. So they had to not only draft a replacement for Carson Wentz, which absolutely made him lose his mind. They had to then go and uh, hire a new coach because Doug Peterson would not make staff changes that ownership wanted them to do. And then they had to go hire a brand-new coach in Nick Sirianni, who nobody knew, and develop Jalen Hurts. It's amazing. The Eagles are the youngest coaching staff in the NFL, and, they, and, and I criticized that when it, was, when it was done. And so that just goes to show what kind of an expert I am to be a front office guy. I thought, not enough experience. Go get a veteran D, D coordinator. This coaching staff meshes, everything meshes. So, no, this team, totally different. Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham. Uh, you know, these guys were all big parts of, of the last championship club. But this is one of the youngest teams in the NFL. When you take away a few of the veterans at the top, they really do skew the age. Um, this is a team that's a totally different team. And by the way, they got a totally different attitude and a totally different way to attack you. John, What's so fascinating about this Eagles team is that Howie Roseman was not able just to build an elite pass rush, but he also built an elite secondary. And some of those guys are late additions, James Bradbury, uh, sure. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So in terms of the importance to this, the success of this team in this game, what's more important, that pass rush getting home or that secondary doing their job? Here's, here's what I think, and, and this is going to be a wimpy answer on my part because I'm sort of straddling the fence. <laughs> but I'm a big believer, and I don't know about you, but I think when you've got James Bradbury and you've got, um, you've got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson back there in the secondary, along with Darius Slay, who's played at a really, really high level, that to me, when you know you've got guys that can play man, that can man up, that can cover best receivers, I think it, it gives the extra time because the quarterback – has to be much more careful and has to wait longer, which allows a pass rush to be successful. So to me, I really believe they feed off each other. And without the, without the addition of Bradbury, he's the one that, like, I think it's overlooked sometimes because Gardner-Johnson has so many interceptions. I think Bradbury being across from Slay and them being able to, you know, literally pick the wide receiver or whatever they want to shut down. And by the way, I, I thoroughly expect that they will be in some way shadowing Trace, Travis Kelsey during the Super Bowl. I don't know how they'll do it. I think they'll do it with various people, but I believe they're going to be up in his grill and doing everything they can to try to really mess with him. Uh, that's, that, to me, I think that helps that elite pass rush 
you know, cash in more. But I can tell you this, Hassan Reddick out of my alma mater, Temple University, he's a public menace, and I cannot believe he was on the streets. I cannot believe they were able to sign him to come home here to his hometown and help potentially lead the Eagles to a Super Bowl. John Kincaid on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline talking the Phillies, talking the Phillies, talking the Eagles ahead of well, the, the Phillies fi- too. That uh, was a good. That was a good fall. I had a good fall with the Phillies too. I'll talk. Well, listen, I got some Bryce Harper takes. If we got time here, um, sure. given that you got eight guys going to free agency here, including a guy like Brad Berry, uh, Johnson or Gardner Johnson, the safety. I think Brandon Graham's the safety. Is this a one-year deal in Philly, or is this a, is this a reload possibility for next year? Well, they got so many young. They got so many other young, talented guys. I mean, if you just if you just look at the core, I would expect that I would expect Miles Sanders is moving on. That they draft a running back and they replace Miles Sanders with that offensive line. They honestly, they could probably get forty to fifty yards a game out of me. You know, uh, pushing through there. I expect Miles Sanders to move on. I expect James Bradbury to go and get paid as a number one cornerback. Uh, so I think he will be gone too. I think Gardner Johnson will be back. I think they will have to make a tough decision on I think Fletcher Cox leaves. Uh, he'll be leaving that defensive line. I don't know what else they'll, what other moves they'll make, but Howie Roseman is a master of the salary cap. And they have two number one picks and a second rounder, and then the next year they have one number one pick and two second rounders. Howie's a magician at gaining extra picks, maneuvering around a board. I thoroughly expect the Eagles will be able to sustain whatever they've got going, whether it's at a 14-3 and three level, I'm not sure. But being in the mix for a championship, I think it's for a while to come. John, uh, other sports don't have great things in the headlines this week. The NBA's load management continues to be an issue. And meanwhile, nobody knows if we're going to find where we can find MLB games at any point over the next two years. (laughs) So I'll ask you, as a fan of both, what is more frustrating, struggling to find MLB games or NBA load management? Well, I think NBA load management is a disgrace to the ticket-buying public. I, I think it's an embarrassment. And for years, I did the podcast with Shaquille O'Neal. And Shaq and I would talk about it all the time, that back in time, guys would play more like 74, 75 games, a lot of them. And I just find it to be annoying when it's the, you know, perfectly healthy players are sitting out in street clothes because you're charging a fortune for these games. And a lot of times, it's for fans to be able to go and spend the money to go to one or two games a year. And then they'll show up and some of their greatest players aren't playing. I think that's a real problem because I've learned this. Having a teenage daughter, I've learned how to navigate anything. I can find anything. So I'll meander my way to a Phillies game. I'll know where I'm able to find it. I'll just have to have her leave me a cheat sheet. As a so dad as a dad of three daughters, <laughs> I'm going to need some help in those teenage God years, bless John. You. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know what I'll tell you? Don't ever react. Don't react. <laughs> That's the key. It's funny is, is one of my best friends, Charlie, his daughter, I used to admire. They lived in our neighborhood in Atlanta, and I used to admire his relationship with his daughter. And it was so cool the way he would deal with her. And I said to him, I said, Charlie, my wife's pregnant. You know, he knew my wife was pregnant. I'm like, she's pregnant with a girl. Give me some advice. And he goes, resist the urge to be you, John. (laughs) He goes, chill out. And he says, and whatever she tells you in life, don't react. And I never react. My daughter's 19 in college now, and it's funny because my buddy Charlie, his daughter went on. She was a very successful actress on Law and & Order, and, uh, she's, you know, and she went on to have a really successful career. And it's weird because her and her dad still have the beer drinking, sit around the pool, great relationship. 
And so that's what you just got to do. You got to resist the urge to, to jump in, resist the urge to fix everything. And I found that's usually the best advice. All right, I wrote it down. We'll see how long that one lasts. All right, final one, John. If greasing the poles doesn't work, can anything stop Eagles fans? I don't think anything's going to stop them at all. I think it's going to be absolutely absurd. The other night, though, I'd like to point out, as you see all those people in the streets and everything, nothing better than citations (laughs) issued for drinking or a few public urinations. (laughs) The city was wild. It was fun. And I know I'm going to be right there in the middle of it because the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl. So I know that it's going to be another party down Broad Street. They're winning this game. They're better in almost every single category that you can compare the two teams. John, I'm hoping for Philly just because I love the craziness. And uh, and you know what? I'm hoping for your content as well, buddy. Enjoy the Super Bowl. And uh, really, man, this is it's such a special thing to be a part of, and we appreciate your time. Thank you, buddy, and we'll have a spring. We'll have a spring discussion when the uh, Sixers get ready to take on the Cavs. I'm not ready for it. I can't root against Joel Embiid. <laughs> Don't make me make that choice, John. You're a good man. We right, appreciate buddy. you. Take care, man. See you, John Kincaid of 97.5, the Fanatic in Philadelphia. There, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.